Hello and welcome to Hardcover Hose, a long-distance book club where two book lovers express their feelings on their book of the moment via podcast. I am one half of your host, Sam Dixon. And I am Sammy Scorstead. Together we have come through Book Talk, combined our to-be-read list, and now we intend to make our way through them one book at a time. We'd love for you to come along with us and join the discussion. Oh, and by the way, today is the ninth day of Bookmas. Woo! Woo! Look at us <laughs> get dwindling down to I the know. end. I know. Thank God. Um. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a lot. (laughs) It has. Yeah. Um, Okay. The book of the moment for Bookmas Day 9 is A Season for Second Chances by Jenny Bayless. Just a forewarning for those of you listening, this is not a spoiler-free zone. We will be discussing this book in all of its glory, which of course includes revealing the ending. The author of A Season for Second Chances, Jenny Bayless, lives in a small seaside town in the UK with her husband, their children having left home for big adventures. After having been a professional cake baker for many years, she went back to college at age 39 to study part-time for a degree in creative and professional writing. Bayless likes long walks, baking days, stationery, and shamelessly wearing party dresses to the supermarket. She is also the author... (laughs) I wish I had that vibe. I don't have that vibe, (laughs) She is also the author of The Twelve Dates of Christmas. Before we jump into discussing our own thoughts and feelings regarding the book, I'm going to go ahead and read through the blurb on the back of the book for the sake of contextualizing it. Quote, Annie Sharp's spark for life has fizzled out. Her kids are grown up, her restaurant is doing just fine on its own, and her 26-year marriage has come to an unceremonious end. Untethered for the first time in her adult life, she finds a winter guardian position in a historic in a historic seaside home and decides to leave her city life behind for a brand new beginning. When she arrives in Willow Bay, Annie is enamored by the charming house, the invigorating sea breeze, and the town's rich seasonal traditions. Not to mention, her neighbors receive her with open arms. That is, all except the surly nephew of the homeowner, whose grand plans for the property are at odds with her residency. As Christmas approaches... Tensions and tides rise in Willow Bay, and Annie's future seems less and less certain. But with a little can-do spirit and holiday magic, the most difficult time of her life will become a season for second chances. Without further ado, let's get into it. Um, I finished this book five minutes ago. Woo! Love that. Woo. Um, mm-hmm. finished it before me. Did you finish I it did. last night or today? No, I finished it today. I finished like an hour and a half ago. Okay, okay. So it's fresh. It's fresh for us. It is. Um, I want to start by saying this is the best cover of all the holiday books, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. I would say so, too. I it's like the- so cute. It is really cute. The cat is in the background. Yes. Tigs. The one thing I didn't... She's described as a lot curvy. I felt then how she was depicted on the cover. Yeah, because she's like, you know, she's middle-aged. Not everybody looks... It's like a stick. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. They had, right. well, she, like, they described her, like, she, like, how she wasn't the same size she was, like, she was, or she has a rounder butt, or, like, bigger, mm-hmm, like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're right, you're right, you're right. I don't want to say, like, saggier boobs, but she, like, mentioned her boobs a few times of, like. Relatable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So, the one thing, and then, like, I would flip to the cover, and, like, she's very, very skinny. So, I don't know. That was, like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, whatever. But I'm with you. I'm with you. I agree with that. Um. Uh, what did you think of the premise in the beginning? I, I like, you know, there's not a lot of books where the first chapter is um, walking in on your husband having sex with a 20 year old. Yeah. In the booth of your restaurant that you yeah. share together. Yeah. So it's funny. So my sister 
I started it last night and my sister was in here on my bed petting my cat um, because she has to come in to wherever I am because my cat just follows me around everywhere. Right. Um, and as I started, I was like grimacing at the pages and Christian's like, <laughs> what are you reading? And I was just like, I don't like I don't want to have to read this right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I think coming from the last book we read, Duke, actually, if yeah. you listen to that episode if you didn't go do yes yeah, so like, if you didn't go do <laughs> go do shut the fuck up okay <laughs> um, but I absolutely adored that story and the characters and stuff so I think I had a bit of a book hangover going into this and I was just I was kind of set up for failure in that sense mm-hmm. um but like, we I knew didn't... we knew coming off of Duke actually that there probably wasn't going to be another five yeah yeah yeah, I also was really triggering the um, I'm going to kill myself if you leave, leave me. Yeah. I felt like that was like, I know that's what a lot of manipulative and like psychologically abusive partners do. But yeah. like, I don't know, I just I, I wasn't prepared for that. That was a bit like, oh, shit. OK. Yeah, I'm feeling my stomach dropped a little. I when when it opens with cheating, I was like, wait, is this second chance is going to be like. For She's going to give her husband a second chance. So yeah. I was like, God, no. I was almost like, I don't want to read this. And I'm not into that at all. Yeah. Um. So I was relieved, I guess, in that sense that it was not. I also think that the thing that kept me, this was, well, this was a novel. Like, I just it, it was a novel. Out. This yeah. was not, I was thinking we were going to get funny cartoon cover smut, right? Nope. Not the case. Not at all. Um, no, it, in fact, the only smutty scenes fade to black. So and the uh, one where she accidentally started hooking up with her ex slash current husband. Yeah, yeah, that, and that stopped. Yeah, which stopped, but like, yeah. which yeah. good, good, glad yeah. it did. Um, but I, I, I think that I had an idea of what this book was going to be about, and then I didn't. Um, mm-hmm. The writing, I liked the writing. Like, I, I thought in general it was like a good, like it was a well written novel. It was solid. Yeah, it, it was well written. It wasn't like, you know, some of the stuff we read that's got a cartoon cover where you're like, okay, well. Yeah, <laughs> I did find myself at times just skipping to dialogue. Um, yeah. But I, were I like, think I was trying to read too fast, so I was definitely doing that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think like last night too, it was like late. It was I was getting on like two in the morning and I wanted to like reach, I think, page like 350 or something. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, eh, I'm just going to like, yeah. I don't know. And, but like, if it's a really, if I'm really loving a book, I don't do that. Right. You don't set a goal. <laughs> you don't like, I, I want to get, I mean, not to mention we put, like, we're reading things pretty quickly for recording schedules and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, I get goals, but like, this, right. like, I would have, I don't know if that, that was a bunch of blubberish, but if that makes no, sense. No, it made sense. It, it made sense. I also felt like, um, like it was not a slow read, in my opinion, but mm-hmm. it was long. It was long. Yeah, like like the chapters were short, which I'm all for short chapters. I'm like, I know, there were like 80-something chapters. Yeah, and it was like three pages, four pages per chapter. I'm into that because it keeps me wanting to read, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, well, just one more, right? Like, what's yeah. another one? <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> right <laughs> just one so, more just, just one, one more, more. Uh, so I, I did like that um I also like I liked Annie I liked that she mm-hmm. got her her like this 
I can't believe I let myself go back to him before kind of vibe. And now she's like a little badass and stuff. I, I liked Annie. her gaggle of friends. You know, mm-hmm. I loved when we met Sally mm-hmm. by sending her a bottle of wine and some chocolates because yep. she's clearly having a breakdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love that we got Sally by rep you know yes disability rep like all the reps i was like let's go okay we love that here and then i loved their little book club that everybody had going i also liked the idea of like watching over a property and then falling in love with the property and then wanting to like use what you know about the restaurant industry and like Mm -hmm. your life to to make something different and new out of this what was pretty up your alley in that sense. It really was. Also, yeah. she's a chef. I liked her for that. Yeah. Like, there was a lot about her that I liked and a lot about how the story seemed to have been going that I liked. I took two issues with this book primarily. Okay. The first being it was clearly supposed to be like slow burn, grumpy sunshine. Mm-hmm. And it was grumpy sunshine. And then all of a sudden it was like not slow burn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was slow burn in the sense that they didn't meet for a long portion of the book. Till like, a hundred and something, like, late hundred pages in. Yeah, which, like, and I, I, I like the story. So right. I wasn't, but it's, it's, I think it's definitely painted as a romance, you know? Yeah. So I was expecting more of that to be occurring, or at least for us to have met John. <laughs> right. Early. Um, so when, for me, there wasn't enough pining, I yeah. think. Or enough, and like their banter was good, and their arguments were funny, and things like that. But there wasn't enough for me. Okay, I have I have a gripe as well. I don't know what your next gripe is. Mm-hmm. Um, I never want to see emojis printed in a book ever oh, okay. again. Interesting. I hated some of their. So texting. you're fine with? Hold on, you're fine with the YOLOs and the TTYLs of the world, but you draw the line at an emoji. No, no, no. So I thought the, <laughs> though, that from Holly Jolly Diwali, I thought that was just so much more like, like that. I don't know why that made me. I don't, I think the story was just different and it was a different vibe in the book. But this, a lot of the texting, like who would win in a fight in Apple or an Orange? Like I yeah. literally, I think I made like a grimace at, like I literally was like, ooh. Like, yeah. There were a lot of the texting between them was so cringy. That's fair. And I, I wish I had a cringe um, uh, bookmark <laughs> thing like you do. I yeah. I would have I would have cringe bookmarked the shit out of this book. That's I don't know why. Funny. I think I was like, I, I think because it's like more of a mature story. Yeah. Like they're she has older. Two kids. That it, it wasn't for me. It that that aspect didn't feel as cringy. I think it's like. The painting the 25 to 32 year olds as Mm -hmm. saying YOLO, that makes me cringe. But like I text with my parents a lot and my dad is addicted to emojis. So I truly just think it's part of their their texting vernacular. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I think so too, but like that doesn't, it's still, okay. And then I think I also, so not only was I obsessed with the last book, Duke actually, also, when it became clear that John was going to be the um, romantic interest, yeah. I was like, oh, no, my dad's name is John. Uh, okay, I'm with you there. Yeah. And so it's just weird. It's just weird. And when she was having, like, sexy thoughts about John, and it was just yeah. like, I don't like this. This yeah. feels so weird. I think that's completely valid. Completely yeah. valid. You were allowed to not like that. Absolutely. 
And I, I wish I like at a certain point I was like, let me just like I'm gonna switch out his name. I'm gonna just like think of a different name every time I read that. But like I just couldn't. And then ah, it's just I don't know. That's so funny. I think there were multiple things that kind of just set me up to just be like, all right, I just have to get through the book. That's fair. I think like I think if I had been able to leisurely read this, I might have liked it a little bit more. Okay. Yeah. But I. Because it it truly feels like, you know, like those old lady book clubs. Not old lady. Okay, I'm, I'm trying not to be rude here. But, okay, like middle-aged woman book clubs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they pick a book and it's like about middle-aged women things, right. right? This feels like one of those books. Yeah. That a middle-aged woman's book club would pick. And I am not above reading those books, right? Obviously, I would. Mm-hmm. I don't mind it. I love like Beth O'Leary has a very similar writing style. Mm-hmm. to to Jenny Bayless I think and I'm maybe I'm just generalizing because they're both from the UK but <laughs> fair and they both write romance but um I, I think like it was very much like here's a novel where things there's no like super high stakes you know what I mean yeah. like losing the house okay it wasn't it, it, like it a wasn't high stake you know? No, she wasn't really <laughs> – it wasn't like she wasn't going to have anywhere else to live. Like, she was going to be fine yeah. no matter what. And then, like, we d- didn't go super into, like, El- Emily and, like, the historical society. Yeah. I know that was, like, somewhat of a subplot of, like, the historical society right. wanting to, you know, obtain and, like, maintain that house for, right. you know, historical purposes or whatever. But, like, we didn't go into it enough where I cared that all too much about it like I obviously didn't like I obviously wanted Annie to end up with the house right and for it to not get bulldozed down but I, it was just kind of like yeah okay whatever I liked like the premise of the house I liked there's two sides of me sometimes like I'm simultaneously the person who only could ever live in a city because I need easy access to everything I could ever want within right. five minutes walking distance right uh, mm-hmm. But there's also the part of me that thinks like, oh, I would totally do what Annie did too, and I could fall in love with a little, little seaside manor yeah. kind of vibe where you have I to feel walk like... forty minutes to the nearest pub and <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, uphill. I, I feel like I at her age, like she did the bustling yeah, restaurant, she did the kit, like she kind of she did a lot of the stuff where she lived in a town. I mean, it wasn't even a city that she lived in. It sounded like. Where her, like, restaurant was, the pomegranate Pomegranate seed. seed. Yeah. I don't remember. Um, more of, like, a town, I think. Oh. But um, still, like, I, I could see myself at a later age doing that. So similar. Yeah. And which is, okay, so I also got my, so my mom's a classic eat, pray, love um, mom. Okay. You know, in mm-hmm. the sense yes, that, like. that's true. I love Julia <laughs> Roberts. I love eat, pray, love, what all yeah. that, you know. So I got some eat, pray, love vibes, you know, like I'm taking back control of my life. I'm going to just go do something for myself, leave my husband, all, all of that. So there were some eat, pray, love vibes. I also, the town, I, I forget, did you ever watch Gilmore Girls? Yeah. Okay. I watched like the first two seasons. Okay. So like all, you know how like yes. the, all of the parties and all of the celebrations and festivals that they did was so Gilmore Girls. Yes, you're right. You're right. And so, like, I kept drawing on other, like, forms of media where I was like, oh, I bet the author probably drew inspiration from some of these other things. Right. I, I-, I could see that, too. Yeah. My other gripe with this okay. book was the uh, 
was like the end. Like the yeah, random. Like okay, I love Alfred. Side. I loved Alfred. Alfred. Alfred was great. I liked like how they kind of tried to humanize, you know, homelessness, and how Alfred was like this cheerful, not cheerful, but he was like a grumpy, cheerful kind of guy, you know. But he I mean? was a part of the community, and yes, he, like yes. yes, and he he loved his certain things, and he was a stubborn dick other times. You know, I, mm-hmm. I liked him as a character a lot, and so for me, it was very random that like all of a sudden the way you're going to end the book, like this big moment after your kind of third act breakup was like Alfred, who has said he knows the tides better than he knows himself is Mm going to go into the caves during this big ass storm. Biggest in 20 years. Might I add? I was like, why did you, what was the point to say how well Alfred knows like how to read the sea? If he's just going to end up like nearly drowning during a storm. Yeah, that was frustrating. It was really frustrating. And then, like, obviously, John's going to be the hero and goes and dives in after him and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, but immediately when that was happening, I was like, I mean, doesn't she have that cellar door thing? Yeah. That like, they're not going to kill him off. They're, no, they can't. barely a romance. They didn't say I love you. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I was kind of, <sighs> it was kind of predictable in that sense. I also um, was frustrated that John was going to be the um love interest like after the first few interactions i was like Uh really like there's one thing like grumpy um like grumpy sunshine is one thing but some of like what he did and how he was described is not fun (laughs) yeah and i was like there's a difference between grumpy and being just like not a guy that has a good at like i don't know like that was i hated how he acted when he walked in the dildo thing the dildo thing me too it was very hyper masculine and like uncomfy like when you want to talk about like tampons around a guy and they freak out gross Mm. yeah yeah exactly felt the same really i liked like i wish i almost wish a washer paul was his name Right? I was like, that could have been fun. Yes, he was charming. He was funny. He asked her on a date before even asking her name. They just, like, vibed, and then they didn't. Yeah, and then they didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, "Mm, bummer. Before we move on to discuss the rest of a season for Second Chances, let's listen to a quick word about the brand sponsoring today's episode. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Real quick, before we move on, we just want to remind you all that today is the ninth day of our 12 Days of Bookmas Marathon. We're enjoying all of these bonus episodes, and we hope you'll continue to join us for our 12-day Bookish Marathon leading up to Christmas Day. Okay. Okay. Let's continue. Um, mm-hmm. What else was in this book? <laughs> I liked her, her sons. They <laughs> kind too. of discussed um, a bit of like, yeah, at some point, your parents kind of fall off the pedestal. And that's a part mm-hmm. of growing up and you realize you learn they're just humans too. And I kind of like that. Like they didn't, uh, didn't go into a lot of detail um, with them. Um, right. Because they weren't the main characters. But yeah. I still – I like, and I totally thought that he, the womanizer yes. one was going to end up with John's Celeste. daughter. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
I wanted them to meet at the Christmas festival. Me too. I also thought we would perhaps meet Celeste. And I thought, like, Mary, Mari, whatever her name was, uh-huh. I thought she would, like, maybe, like, have more of a presence towards the end of the book. Yeah. I, I there feel were like it felt, it felt too long and yet unfinished. Yeah. Right? Like, I feel like there's a lot of loose ends that didn't get tied up. Yeah. And also, like, the whole, I think, like, like the whole Max thing is really pertinent to the story, obviously, yeah. right? Yeah. I think he was, like, definitionally, like, an accumulation of every single toxic male ex. Mm-hmm. Primarily male ex, right? I mean, no, listen. <laughs> Anybody <laughs> can be a toxic ex. Uh, <laughs> Don't we know it? <laughs> Don't we know it? Um <laughs> shout out. I don't know if I'll keep that. I don't know. No, 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 shout out. no, 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 shout outs. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say, I wasn't gonna say, I was just gonna say shout out. <laughs> I think we should keep it. <laughs> okay, we'll keep it. Um, I, I thought like it was fucking, he was supposed to be creepy as hell, obviously, yeah. right? Like him checking the kids' phones for their GPS to find where she lives and then like trying to woo her with all these things. And then her- like, can we talk about her pouring the, the mop, mop water on his yes. head and mopping his face and shit yeah. after seeing the text from the fucking waitress? Ellie. I was like, oh yeah. my God, that was funny. I was can like, talk oh, about- good for Annie. Like on like it did touch on a lot of aspects of um like psychological yes abuse yeah, um, absolutely freezing like financial abuse yeah. uh freezing the accounts that was in fear like I think you know there are the characters that are done to make you just hate them yeah. and there are a few characters in shows for me that where I'll be like watching with my boyfriend Daniel or something and I'm just like I'll be sitting there like visibly angry. And he has to remind me, he goes, they're, like, they're doing a good job if you actually hate this character so much. <laughs> and so that was kind of how I felt about Max. Like, it was annoying, like, some of his behaviors. But then it was like, okay, I just remind myself, it's serving a purpose. We're supposed to really hate him because he right. does represent the really ugly, like, what psychological abuse looks like. like in a sense, he's harmless yeah. because he's an idiot. But on in another sense, like he withholding finances, um, telling things to the kids like that, trying yeah. to manipulate her with like the kids would want us to give it another chance. I'm not giving up. So right. like just give it another shot, you know, bringing doing the wooing stuff like I know yeah. like people in TikTok have been calling it love bombing. Yeah, yeah. And stuff mm-hmm. and just like inundating someone with like affection and stuff and then they come back or they get together and then it's like done. And then it's gone. And I think the bubble really did burst when she realized that. He was hedging his bets. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And he like he was just like, "Eh." yeah, he wasn't taking it seriously. And I think without that, there might have been a little piece of her that would have considered giving him one more chance. Yeah, absolutely. Because he was so persistent and extremely manipulative with it as well. Yeah. He was holding out, like, keeping those accounts frozen for so long. And, like, I applaud her for, like, getting an attorney to, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, berate him a little bit about it. But, you know, that's that's not something that all women or all partners in this situation have access to. Yeah. I feel like overall I was disappointed coming off of Duke, actually, obviously. Yeah. Because, like, I wanted to like this one. It had the cutest cover. Mm-hmm. You know, it looks good. I like these stories set in the UK that kind of have these, like, more bantery mm-hmm. 
storylines and love stories. Like I love, I really love Beth O'Leary's books and mm-hmm. I was kind of hoping that this would be like a Beth O'Leary book. Mm-hmm. Does, is Beth O'Leary spicy? Um, I can't remember, but kind of. Le- more than this? Oh yeah. 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 I think so. Honestly, now I can't remember. I read the flat share a long time ago. See, okay, but, it sucks because, like, I think I would have liked if there had been some spice in the story, but I also would have skipped over it because the name John would have been in it. That's so, fair. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's like it was damned if you do, damned if you don't. So, I did like, like, what I found interesting, and I, so I like this about John's character that he was like really a mature person when he yeah. was, you know, talking about really anything. Um, but what I didn't like was he would have these mature moments, but like over text and not in person a yeah. lot. Like toward the end, he, he would have them in person, but like only when she would text him, he would start to apologize for being a dick. Yeah. In a mature way. And I was like, okay, well. I didn't like the constant like, okay, we got off on the bad foot again. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. And I want to apologize again for last night. Or I came by to apologize again and see that you're still like blah, blah, blah or whatever. And it was just like, Okay, fuck off. I don't know. I'm... Yeah, at that point, I'm like, all right, bro. Yeah. Please stop. Um, That's enough of that. I wish, I, I did kind of wish, like, kind of going back on what you said about how this book was long, but it still felt unfinished. Like, there yeah. were still things I wish I could have had. I wish that Paul and, because it was clear that Paul and John were friends. Yeah. And I wish they had, like, had a conversation we could have overheard about Paul and her, like, their date. Yes. I think that would have been I thought funny. that was going to be a shoe that was going to drop. I, I didn't think it, it would be a be shoe. Like, I thought like, it was going to be like, like he was going to be like, oh, really? You guys went on a date. And like, it was kind of going to be like a bantery moment okay. where he was going to like give her some shit, kind of. I and thought it was going to be like, he finds out and then he's like, oh, so you're just dating everybody in the town. Oh, no. Yeah. I think, I don't know. And like, I also kind of wish we had seen through her actually having sex, like not actually not even if it were a fade to black or something, mm-hmm. because a big part of it was like, she goes, I want to have sex. I need to have sex. Yeah, I want right. to like, it's time. And put Mr. Knightley to rest. Yep. And it literally <laughs> happened on in the last paragraph on the last page of the yeah. book. And that was that. Yeah. I'm with I was you. Like, okay. Well, I feel like we had this like, like badass woman kind of storyline of where she's mm-hmm. like taking back her life and like disregarding anyone else's you know wants and desires for her own for mm-hmm. the first time and i think that was like a great concept i just think like it stopped being executed well toward the end you know mm-hmm. like she got the cafe running and then she wants to do like the little bistro and then she's throwing these parties and whatever but then it's kind of like oh oh yeah but the romance i forgot that i wanted you to do feminist things yeah yeah i so i'm gonna be honest i think i skipped over a few of their like book um club discussions oh yeah me too Mm -hmm. because but i think the few that i did read they did reflect like the exactly what was happening in her life like the discussions yeah. they were having i think were meant to i did like that they they were like all right why don't we stop reading like victorian novels written by men and start yeah. reading some written by women um yeah. and i liked you know they were talking about how even Aunt annie was like oh yeah i'm over the bad boy thing i do prefer the reliable guy or whatever yeah like, like I don't, we don't need a project to fix. Yeah. Right. And those are important things to acknowledge. I just think like 
I just think it had a like potential. The mm-hmm. whole story had potential, and then it was kind of like I think there were too many subplots that weren't gonna be actually part of the story. If that makes sense, yeah. Like, uh, like learning about all the other restaurants in the town and making all these friends and introducing to all these characters, but then it being like, oh well, in the end we're gonna have an almost death, and then you're gonna have a little snuggle on the couch moment. See, I think this would have this could 100 percent be. Like one of those semi, yes. not even semi, semi shitty Hallmark movies. Yep. Well, it kind of reminded me. I finished watching that whatever that one movie was that you said you watched the first fifteen minutes of on Netflix, and it was really bad. So Dude, stopped. when you texted me, you recommended a ca- like a Castle for Christmas, right? And I was like, no, I most definitely did not recommend that. <laughs> um, I think I misunderstood what. You- <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw it when I was looking at Netflix options, and I was like, oh, Sammy was talking about this the other day. Let's watch yeah. it. I was and then I was like, what the how... fuck is wrong with this thing? But it was the it same was premise. So it was the yeah. same premise, basically. Yeah. Grumpy sunshine, a it, different location. Like a new she house. ends up buying it. Yeah. 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 It was like same. I she becomes friends with everybody in the town and throws a party. Ugh. Also, I thought this was gonna be a Christmas book. Me too. And it was I almost forgot that was my other gripe I wanted to to talk about was that they snow like, on the cover. Come what on. What the fuck? There's snow. <laughs> I thought we were going to get Christmas. I didn't realize the season meant the whole fucking fall, fall in and autumn winter. time. Yeah. <laughs> like I thought we were going to get some years of Christmas thing and look at us in our sweaters kind of vibe. I don't know, something festive. Mhm. Instead, I was like, well, I really can't relate. I've never lived in a snowy beach town. But it does kind of sound nice. It does. It did sound nice. And the views and the nice coffee machine. Yeah. I feel like I feel like I could do what she did. I I wouldn't, in my later years, I feel like I would be not opposed. Yeah, 100%. To a snowy beach property in which I open a coffee shop and a bistro in. Yeah. I'm down. I feel like that was her eat pray love moment and it I really think was i as in my future middle-aged woman uh life i can only hope that i'll have an eat pray love moment as well i'm with you i think the first part of the book i was intrigued and then i think it just didn't live up to yeah. it yeah i think that was my issue with it which is kind of unfortunate because i was like oh i would love to give this pretty cover a five but i can't mm-hmm. you know just I, can't yeah. be done it just can't. I on it. I don't even have much more else to say. Besides, no, me neither. Isn't that sad? Did you have yeah. a favorite line? I think I did take one note. Okay. Page 31. Wait, wait, wait. Um, me too! Stop it! <laughs> <Sammy>. <laughs> the unbelievable. Yes, um, that's what I have marked! He breaks his vows and you're the failure? This is why we need feminism. Women have been programmed since the dawn of time to take responsibility for men's failings. Stop shouldering the blame for your husband's shortcomings. In fact, let me just take them from you right now. And she, like, touched her shoulders or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah. That's funny. Not us. But, uh, what are we going to start doing when we do this? Because now it's happening pretty frequently. Uh-huh. Did you not like know to, like... any other ones? No, I have a couple more. But... Okay. That's... But still... Like, yeah. what are the odds? There's 200 or there's 400 and something pages in this book. What are the odds we picked one on the same page, you know? Yeah, fair. Uh, I feel like I'm just so picky with what I do. Like, you know a few things, 
And I'm so picky that, like, the odds that we like the same one are pretty high because, like... That's fair. I look for... Like, I'll only note something that, like, really, really stands out to me. I have, like, a three-color system. I have yeah. one color for plot or, like, things that are happening or foreshadowing, things like mm-hmm. that. And then I have a color for general things that I liked that mm-hmm. occurred. And then I have a color for, like, flip to this one when we're looking for our favorite quote. In the right. <laughs> I uh, misplaced my stickies in the move, and so I just take pictures of. I'm dead. The quotes. Well, like I happen. My I happen roll. to perhaps have sent you some. So. <gasps> oh really? And they're really pretty colors. So Aww. I hope you like them. They're not the. They're not the vibrant ones. They're very nice. Okay. Oh, there's how some, exciting! There's some like dark colors, and then there's okay. pastels. I very much like them, and they take forever to get shipped to me. So I was like, I will sacrifice. I had them pulled out. Since we decided to do the book exchange, I like pulled them away from mine so I didn't end up using them. That is so cute. Thank I'm you I'm very so much. excited. I hope you like them. <laughs> I'm very excited too. Now I can delete the the pictures in my camera roll and stop. Actually use sticky notes. Yeah. yeah. Have fun. Well, very glad fun. I can help you with that. I have one other line that I liked. Okay. And it was preparation, planning, and list making were some of Anne's greatest <laughs> joys. And starting a new life think she was a, Virgo? a whole new level of rumination that she only that she was only too happy to embrace. And I was like, me. <laughs> oh my god! I, I was... think I just really related to her, and that was the only reason I was like, I can, I like, I'll, I'll like continue to read it and enjoy it. You know, kind yeah. of. <laughs> I I think she could have been a Virgo. I think she probably was a Virgo. Mm-hmm. You know what I was thinking? So I was having a conversation with um, one of my friends and some of her um, dating encounters recently. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys she had been seeing and then ended things with, it, it's just been really messy. And <laughs> he reminded me so much of Max. And they had recently come to the conclusion because she was telling her cousin about this whole thing. And she was like, oh, my God, is he a Pisces? He has to be a Pisces. <laughs> and so I the whole time I was reading this, I was like, Max is 100% a Pisces That's based so off funny. of – I know nothing about this. I'm only regurgitating things I've heard. But um, I claim that Maxie's prob- Max is probably a Pisces. I feel I like know. we could totally do this for future episodes, trying to guess the signs yes, of the characters. Yes, if there's no birthday mentioned. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's funny. I agree. Uh, did you have a song? No. I'm, this is mine's lame. It's just "Tis the Damn Season." <laughs> Taylor Swift. <laughs> I'm just gonna pick a Taylor Swift song for every one of these episodes. I've been seeing book talks now where people are like, "I'm just assigning Taylor Swift songs to my favorite books." Yep, mood. Yeah, mood. she's got enough. She's got the discography for it. Honestly, True. there's literally enough to work with. Yes, for sure. There is. Yes, yes, they're all pretty applicable as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just thought that one kind of fit. You know. Yeah. Well, ultimately. Uh, disappointed yeah um so rating what what did you rate it i'm not gonna read our paragraph what was your rating (laughs) i'm gonna do a three yeah i'll go i'll go as high as 3.5 because i did like annie i liked annie yeah and i like i think i just related to her a lot which made me want to like it more Mm -hmm. so so what is that three two five yeah look at me mathematician mathematician (laughs) Will it ever not be impressive that you can do very no, minor math? <laughs> you know what's funny is last night, Esty and I were putting up the Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. And I had to do math for some reason. And I remember being like, 
so proud of myself for doing the math. And he was he was so confused because he was like, why? It was simple math. And I was like, I forget know? you don't listen to our conversations when we record. Yeah. Did you know, Did I know? that going to take the test for grad school, like, there's math no. in it? No. For what kind like, of grad school? No. Like, a, there's, like, a general test that you take for no. a lot of grad programs even if it has nothing to do with math. And no. it's like people are like, <laughs> someone was making a TikTok and they're like, why am I applying to this grad program and having to take this test and looking at the study guide and I have to like something <laughs> polynomials. And no. I was like, no. oh, fuck, guess I'm not going to grad. <laughs> never <laughs> ever again. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. I'll never forget when I was, like, finally done with my gen ed courses in uni that, like, I was like, cool, I'm done. I never have to do a math class ever fucking again. I'm so mm-hmm. excited. And then I remember taking uh, one of my political science courses that I needed to graduate was, like, uh, something about political analysis, but it was oh, God, all yeah. coding and math. Disgusting. To be, able, to be able to, like, you know, look at statistics and be able to say yeah. political things about those statistics. Yeah. But I remember being like, this is a nightmare. A nightmare. Yeah. I'm, but I've, hey. All of the readings from this quarter, I've been like, shit, I'm going to have to take a stats class because I yeah. don't understand what's happening. I don't know these numbers. I, I don't know what R is. I, I P, <laughs> all the things. Yep. Uh-huh. I, I'm like, I'm going to need to take a stats class. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I don't miss that. I'll send yeah. you my notes from my G, stats classes. I have them all. <laughs> all right. I think that's where we're going to leave it for this episode. Before we part, we'd just like to thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to leave a review on whichever platform you're listening on, if applicable. If you have any further questions regarding topics discussed throughout the episode, please feel free to join our Hardcover Hose Discord server via the link in the show notes or send us an email at hardcoverhose at gmail.com and we'll be sure to get back to you maybe whenever i check the email feel free to recommend books (laughs) to cover in future episodes as well as always i'm sam dixon i'm sammy scorestad and this has been an episode of hardcover hose if you enjoyed this listening experience and i'm trying to have more enthusiasm and you would like to follow (laughs) along with us next time the next book on our to be read list is the holiday swap okay not switch by maggie knox but tomorrow we will not be discussing the holiday swap. Instead, we have a special episode in store for you that involves us being a little nostalgic. So mm-hmm. plan on listening to us discuss the holiday swap two episodes from now. Until we meet again, enjoy your reading.